Thoughts are things. I want to start today with a lyric from the song, and the lyric is this Your dreams are real, and your thoughts make them true. Now, this is a lyric that basically is repeated throughout the song. She starts off by saying, My dreams are real, and my thoughts make them true. Your dreams are real, and your thoughts make them true. And this is basically more true than we realize. Our thoughts create our experience. The only thing holding us back from anything is us. That's it. The only thing holding us back from anything is us. Now, there's a concept that was actually brought into my sphere of experience uh, this week on Facebook. You know, I have to say a lot of a lot of ideas I actually get from Facebook, and I'm grateful for that. But uh, this video came up this week on Facebook. It's a three-minute clip of a TED Talk given by Anil Seth. He is a cognitive neuroscientist, and in this video, he basically says this. Ready? Perception of reality is a controlled hallucination. Perception of reality is a controlled hallucination. Here's what he's basically saying. Everything that exists is a hallucination. Our experience of it is a hallucination. So perception of reality being a controlled hallucination, what does this mean? Perception relies on outside, outside signals coming into the brain, right? I think we can all accept that. That is what we commonly accept as perception. But equally, um, perceptions rely, he says, on predictions of the brain. Predictions made around those perceptions. So basically, what he's saying is we're hallucinating all the time. And when our brain agrees with the hallucination, we call it reality. So, in reality, we're all made up. I'm all made up. You're all made up. It's all made up. We are hallucinations that our brains agree with. The entire world is a, is a, a hallucination that we all agree with. So I think this is actually really powerful stuff. Why? Because it means, here's the thing, it means that as we expand our minds, basically the more our brains learn to agree, the greater our reality becomes. Our thoughts are literally shaping our reality. Sounds like a spiritual philosophy, I know. So, on that, I was actually also at the concert that Olivia mentioned, the concert on Friday night, uh, Michael Franti and Spearhead. Now, I had never seen Michael Franti in, in concert. I'd heard a lot about what the experience was. Um, I didn't know his music at all. So I was going into this, into this experience with absolutely no frame of reference. And I had only had expectations set up by others. And to be totally honest, it totally met those expectations. What was set up in my mind as this great, joyful celebratory experience was completely, completely uh, seen through. It was amazing. His music is about love and peace and joy and inclusion and acceptance and beauty and light. It was just magnificent. 
And, and I have to tell you, he works up a crowd in a way that allows everyone present to let go and just be. I hadn't ever danced at a concert like I danced on Friday night. One of the things I loved too is that it was, uh, I mean, there were, there were people of all ages there. There were people, there were kids, and he brings the kids up on the stage at the end to dance on stage, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Uh, but there are, there are kids there, you know, 10 years old, and as I looked around the crowd, I saw, you know, people in their 60s and 70s, and it was really a great cross-section of all ages and, and, and all people. And so what that says to me is that he's really speaking to a very, a very wide range of people who all believe in love, because that's really what his message is. Now, his most striking assertion that he made during the concert, and I, and I have to say I, I really do agree with this, is that if I look around at the world right now, and remembering that it's all a hallucination, he said this, basically, that we are living right now through a battle between cynicism and optimism. Cynicism and optimism. We see the expression of cynicism in everything, in, in the news, in the media, in everything, right? And it is up to us, those who are loving and joyful and living a life of peace, beauty, joy, that we need to be optimists. And when we do this, we set our brain on the course of creating and constructing that reality around us. This is beyond political parties, it's beyond religious ideologies, it's beyond social mores. The cure for cynicism is optimism. It all begins with self-love. Love of self is primary and necessary. And in order to love anyone or anything else, we must first be in self-love. It's like RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anyone else? It's absolutely true. Begs this question for me. At what point did I decide that my love for myself had to be contingent upon someone else loving me? I think a lot of us are living in this right now. Why does my love for myself have to be contingent upon somebody else loving me? The answer is it doesn't. If you're living within that paradigm, that your own love for yourself is contingent upon someone else loving you, I invite you to let that go today. I invite you to let it go. Self-love does not have to be conditional. And yet we've, we make it conditional. Now I've come up with a lot of answers to that very question. Why does my self-love have to be conditional upon someone else's love for me? And, and I've, I've come up with a lot of answers to that question over the years. But the when and the how, it doesn't matter. What matters right here and right now is the what now. When I look up from my computer screen, when I put my phone down, when I step outside my door, what I find is a world of wonder, a beautiful world, a world where I can live in optimism. We live in magnificence and we shouldn't take any of it for granted. But that is my worldview. It's mine. That is the hallucination of the world that my brain is in agreement with.
I'm making up the world around me. I'm a product of that perception of reality. So I'm all made up. It's all made up. If I'm all made up, then here's the great news. I get to recreate myself at any time. And all of that is done through mental work. Through mental work. The work of new thought is in alignment with Anil Seth's ideology. We change our world when we change our minds. So if you're looking for change, that change begins within. If you are dissatisfied, satisfaction begins within. If you want love, love begins within. If you are ready for a more loving and just world, it's up to each and every one of us to create that reality in our own minds and live it. Everything around us, the entire material world, will conform to that perception. And what today may seem like only a dream will become our reality. Namaste. Thoughts Are Things is an independently produced podcast. You can check out my blog, sign up for regular updates, or leave a comment on what you've heard today by visiting jonathanzens.com. Also, check out the latest on the development of the spiritual community I am founding in Tucson, Arizona, by liking our page on Facebook. Use the search function on Facebook and look up the page by typing in Tucson New Thought. Finally, my book, Thoughts Are Things, is now available on Amazon.com. Just look up Jonathan Zenz at Amazon and order your copy today.